what's up guys welcome back to another episode of enlighten me hi everyone hope you're all doing well (laughs) thanks for tuning in for another week yes so today we have a very exciting episode we have our first guest ever on the podcast her name is christina wrinkler and she is a sacral chakra energy coach she's also very knowledgeable about cycle tracking she has a one-on-one course that you guys can work with her She teaches you how to track your cycle naturally um, and hormonal balance work. Um, She also is very into cacao. I don't know if we've talked about that too much on here. No, not really. But it is basically a superfood. Yeah, it's really good for women's health. And yeah, so she's like everything like womb wisdom. Yes, very knowledgeable, very trustworthy. We love her. We had so much fun talking to her. So let's dive on into the interview. All right. So today we have our very first guest, Christina. Um, So we'll let her kind of tell you a little bit about herself, what she's about. Um, But yeah, welcome. Welcome, welcome. We're excited to have you. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be your first guest. Hopefully there will be many more. And yeah, it's just an honor to be on your podcast. It really is a great. I love podcasting. I think that sharing conversations this way is really powerful. Yeah. And yeah, stories are really my my jam. I like to share the personal personal life stuff and for people to get a, a peek into that that side. Beautiful. So yeah, just a little little background. I um, my name's Christina. <laughs> I live on the Big Island of Hawaii. Been here for about two and a half years, and I really went down a path of working with my own cycle, my own menstrual cycle, healing from irregular cycles and a hyper masculine side of myself. And honestly, just didn't know a lot about anything to do with my cycle and how to work with it and just what's available to me. So going down that that path for myself, I started to realize okay, these are pretty basic things that I'm learning. And this is not very well known. So very naturally and organically, it turned into starting to share with other women, getting a chance to hold a masterclass in someone else's, another coach's container that I was a part of and kind of snowballed from there. And I really was just so excited and passionate about supporting women to feel good in their body every single cycle and to work with the sometimes really difficult symptoms that come with being a woman and, and menstruating. Um, so really just holding that vision of painless cycles and working with all of the different things that that is available to us. And that included also my journey in coming off of birth control, learning how to track my cycle naturally with cervical mucus and basal body temperature and yeah, there's been a little bit of shift in kind of what I'm doing. I'm expanding my focus a bit beyond menstrual cycle coaching specifically, but ultimately really here for supporting women to feel good in their body, to feel confident and empowered, and to ultimately live a life that feels really exciting and really in on on purpose and in their passion and power. That's awesome. We love that. We are all about women empowerment here. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We have a little bit of knowledge around like cycle syncing, um, but I feel like we're not super well-versed in like cycle tracking. Like I use an app mm-hmm. but, and I kind of know, like I kind of 
feel the shift in my own energy, but I don't really like track it down to like a T. So could you share with us right. about how you do that? Yes, of course. And yeah, I think that first of all, even noticing how you feel throughout your cycle is such a skill and such a, that's even new, you know, there's, we've never been taught to do that. Yeah. So I always recommend even just starting with how do you feel every day? What are the things that are happening? You know, how does your energy feel? How does your, your mindset feel, you know, just starting to really tune into that and noticing patterns. And that's really what it is. It's we're flowing through these four inner seasons, every single cycle, these waves of high energy, high creativity, maybe a little bit more inward and reflective. Sometimes we can even be a little bit more reactionary or emotional, those pieces. So it's instead of seeing it as a burden or something really difficult, it's like, how can I learn to work with that? So that's kind of the first step and going deeper cycle tracking is so important to learn the, the foundations of our biology so that we can be off of birth control without having any fear or anxiety. And for me, that was really the missing piece. It was, I kind of understood where my body was at. You know, I, I can feel like, okay, I think I'm, I think I'm ovulating. Um, just the energy of like, oh, I feel really, I feel really good. I feel really just happy. <laughs> I feel really magnetic. Just yeah. that's when I feel the best in my cycle. But the, the reality is if you are actively having sex, it, it's really important to know actually what you need to be doing so that you can avoid pregnancy if that's what you want to do. Or if, if someone is trying to conceive, so you cannot, you basically, you know, you're using the same rules to either to do both of those intentions. Yeah. So for me, it became this solid desire of I I'm going to avoid pregnancy in a way where I have no questions, no doubts. I'm never afraid. <laughs> I have no anxiety, no fear. I know exactly what's happening. And that's what was very comforting for me because I do definitely have a, a science-y, you know, biology side of me that really likes, likes that yeah. and is excited by that. And I learned that, oh, okay, there's only around, you know, five to six days per month where it's even possible um, to get pregnant and how can I actually track it really closely so that there's no question and I can 100% make decisions that align with my intentions. Yeah. And yeah, to me, that's the missing piece. It's really, so that looks like cervical mucus. So tracking, um, the quality and consistency of, um, the mucus and our about from our uh, vulva and also basal body temperature. And that is taking your, um, basically your temperature at rest. So it's as soon as you, um, basically as soon as you open your eyes, uh, you're, you're taking your temperature before you've even moved. So it's really getting that baseline temperature and you're doing this because these two things, especially together overlaid are telling you exactly what's happening in your body. And then with that information, you can interpret it to make the decisions that are in alignment with what, whatever your intention is. And so that's, that's kind of what it looks like. It looks like a daily Kind of the same way you're saying you write things down, you know, you're starting to notice your patterns. It's pretty much the same thing. You're just kind of following these specific rules. Okay. So it's more scientific, like there's not as much room for error. Um, and I think for, at least for me, like when I found out that there's really only like a small period of time each month that you can get pregnant, I'm like, what? How come they never told us that? Like I was never taught that. I was just taught like, you know, it could happen anytime. You never know. Like 
So it's that fear of like, oh, it could always happen. Um, but I think there's so mm-hmm. much freedom in knowing like you can have control over that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually um, followed you a long time ago from Maddie Maple. I think you were in that. I think you were a guest in one of my metamorphosis classes. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, and then you were talking about this. And so I actually bought like the little glass thermometer that you were raving about on your stories. And I tried yeah. my temperature and not going to lie. It's pretty hard to stay consistent every morning, like same time mm-hmm. kind of situation. Um, so I tried that for a little bit. And then I think the mucus part was confusing for me, the cervical mucus, mm-hmm. because I was looking at some of your like references on Instagram and you have like the more like wet and the sticky and the eggy. And for me, it's like hard to like differentiate mm-hmm. from what I'm seeing yeah. to like photos. Yeah. yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. for me, I only really know when it, I'm ovulating. Like, yeah, me too. Like I know for sure <laughs> on those times, but I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's really cool too. It's awesome to to have connections and be like, I met you a long time ago and, and yeah. to still be in the same sphere, I think is really cool that we're just connecting right now. Um, but yeah, that's that the, that's for me, the biggest thing is there's a lot of uh, resources available for free, you know, books and things like that. Um, but to learn from some, with someone and to have someone literally tell you and look at your mucus together, like take photos, like really get in there and really commit to it that is where I think that is what it takes you know it, it is new it's completely different it can be a the habit part is also a huge thing for people <laughs> and especially like if I ever get out of the habit it's a hard to pick back up I'm like oh my gosh I'm out of the habit this is like I have to rebuild all over again basically mm-hmm. um but yeah it's really just finding what works for you and even for example with the thermometer so like you said sometimes it's really hard to take for someone to take their temperature around the same time every day, you do have a two hour window. So it's, you have a little bit of leeway there. Um, but there are other <laughs> options. There's actually a, something called a temp drop and it's, uh, an armband that you wear in the night time. And then it's basically taking your temperature the entire night and then kind of compiling all of those data points and then giving you a number. And okay. a lot of people actually I have a really good friend who she told me that she kept breaking her thermometer wasn't working like she was having a hard time with it yeah. and I told her you know it's a little expensive I think it's sometimes it's on sale for around 150 could go up to 200 dollars um but she said that she's like this was the best investment I ever made in myself because now I take it every day yeah. it's not confusing yeah. I can totally understand it and yeah. I'm super happy <laughs> and I'm like okay cool I'm really yeah. glad that that feels good to you because maybe it's an investment for some but if the, the glass thermometer you're speaking of has is about like $10 or something, 15 mm-hmm. maybe. Um, so big difference in price, but for someone, that's really what it is. It's like, if you're working with someone, like with the women that I'm working with, it's okay. What's working for you? What's not? Let's figure it out. You know, like let's find solutions and, and support you to create the habit because that is the hardest part. <laughs> it's like a, a daily habit doing something that you've never done before. Yeah. So there's definitely like that learning curve time. And, uh, it's definitely, you know, and it's also too, like, you don't have to be tracking perfectly all the time to understand what you're doing, but especially for people, this is the the biggest part coming off of birth control or who have some, some, some sort of, you know, more irregularity within their cycle. 
that's when it's really important because we don't all follow the the textbook you know examples of okay you you ovulate exactly in the middle of your cycle you ovulate you know you're only fertile for these exact many days it can really depend and um it's all really about just tracking that tracking ovulation um that's that's just the that's the biggest thing and that's the biggest switch as we're so used to thinking about when we bleed tracking when we bleed but really ovulation is the main event yeah. and just learning how to how to track that. And it's definitely a skill. <laughs> it's definitely can take some time. And I do find that, um, the women who, uh, are successful in being consistent and really learning it and feeling confident, it usually takes support. You know, it's, it's hard to do on your own because there's just, it's like, how am I supposed to know? <laughs> I don't know what this is. I've never seen it, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I was also wondering if you could tell us a little bit more too about like, the whole like sacral chakra and how that relates to everything mm-hmm. and that's so important to you and like what you're doing. Yes. I love that. Okay. Because one of the, you know, okay. One of the, the first, I would say like the start of a huge transformation awakening for me was working with a coach who created a program based on the chakras going. So just going from bottom to top root, sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, crown. So these are seven, there's so many more energy centers than that, but this is kind of like the Western um, understanding of it. Uh, Working with those different energy centers and understanding what is associated with them, what aspects of your life are associated with them. And then also learning, almost thinking of it like a spectrum where you are either deficient, maybe kind of low in that type of energy and that reflects in your life in a certain way. Or maybe some things are kind of in overdrive, like a hyper, there's a, what is the word? Excess. There's like an excess of something. So that was just a really beautiful introduction um, to, to that concept, to the template of that system. And then of course the, the womb space is the sacral chakra. So that's, that's the, that's where the energy center is located. And um, there is, you know, and that is of course with our cycles, that's with our womb, that's with our sex, that's, yeah, you know, pleasure. But further than that, and this is actually wh- where the expansion of what I'm doing has come from, is actually integrating the aspect of our creativity. Yeah. The fact that like our womb is not just for sex; it's not just for bleeding, but it's really a part of our like a portal of yeah. creativity. Yes. Like everything that we do is being birthed through us. Human life is one of the things that we can birth. We can also birth ideas and projects and and ways of being so for me that's kind of where that expansion comes from and I even started to think of it it kind of starts out as okay let's say you have really irregular cycles maybe you experience a lot of pain a lot of PMS symptoms that's kind of like the entryway towards connecting that's that's the the stimulus that's kind of like okay pay attention to me and once you do that once you're kind of managing some of those symptoms then you are left with, okay, now what, (laughs) you know, what do I do next? And for me, that's where it comes into, do you feel confident? Do you feel like, what is the energy? Do you feel empowered? Do you feel like you're living a life that is in alignment? And that's kind of the deeper, the deeper levels I feel of sacral chakra work is, is connecting to like the inner fire that we all have inside of us. And I really truly believe we all have a very unique and specific reason for being here 
and something that we're really meant to be doing, some message that we're meant to be sharing or something like that. Maybe you guys can relate to finding that for yourself, but I find them very connected. It's like if someone feels connected to their body, then it, they're a lot more there. It's easier for them to discern and tap into their intuition about what they're meant to do here. So that's kind of how I see them weaving together. Okay, cool. Um, do you have any, like, I know you, you do a whole course and everything, but do you have any, like, (laughs) give us for like, how do you bring alignment to your sacral chakra? Yeah, well, first, definitely. I love, and this is, I just love that cycle tracking is an avenue towards that. You know, it can be kind of like the first thing that you do that brings you into the awareness that the way that we move through our cycle is actually magical. You know, being a person who moves through a cycle at all is magical. And there's so much that we can learn and work with from that. And I just naturally see that by women starting to even honor their, their moon, honor their period, honor their blood, honor, honor themselves and learn to actually work with the uh, energy of, of the ups and downs, they start to naturally express more of themselves. You know, they, they come into more alignment. They're not maybe even like not people pleasing as much, you know, speaking up for yourself. Like there's a lot of different aspects I think that can be healed or worked with just by focusing on our inner power and our inner, our, our inner body. So I think, you know, some of the, the, the obvious ways for me is, you know, cycle tracking, not just for birth control, but um, what you guys spoke about um, in another podcast episode of syncing with your cycle, just understanding how to sync with your cycle. And that for me, the, the easiest way, like the easiest take home homework from that is every single day, writing down how you feel emotionally, physically, what did you do to take care of yourself that day? Was there anything big that happened? You know, any big feelings or mm-hmm. life events, good or bad, and starting to notice your patterns and then working with that, you're able to communicate with people around you. So for example, like I just started bleeding two days ago and the three days before that, I mean, I just did not feel like myself. Like I felt very, uh, just in a more negative headspace, not, not expecting good things to happen, you know, being a little bit more critical and, you know, even had my partner say like, you know what, I just, I feel like this isn't you, like the, the way that you're acting, like in even getting into conversations and I'm saying like, okay, I'm going to be bleeding soon. I know that this is not me and I don't even want to have this discussion right now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a really easy way is learning how to communicate with the people around me yeah. so that it's not all like this dramatic, like it doesn't have to be dramatic. I can just say, I'm not in the right headspace for this and I'm not going to do that. You know, yeah. so that's one of the first first ways <laughs> is to really just tune into how you feel and to practice honoring that in whatever way that looks like. So like I said, it could look like communicating with a partner what you need. It could look like clearing your schedule and changing things. It could look like backing out of something you said you were going to do. Mm-hmm. It could look like just changing what your plan is, you know, for the day and letting yourself actually tune into what you need and following that. And that's huge. That's flexing the muscle of what do I need? How can I give it to myself? <laughs> and I think that that's, you know, very, a very basic start and, but very powerful, not to be underestimated. That's a really big, oh. big step. Um, I feel like that's a big difference I've noticed for myself, like learning about how to track your cycle and how to sync with it. Um, it's given me that permission to be like, okay, like you don't always need to be pushing yourself all the time. And that's like the masculine energy, right? Like where, you know, we work, 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 
do all these things. And it's like, we're not meant to be that way. We're meant to be that way sometimes of our cycle, but it's not like, you don't need to push yourself when you're in your luteal phase or you're bleeding. Like we, like as women, like we're meant to just kind of subscribe to how society is and which is built on men, you know, the patriarchy. <laughs> um, and so just learning that like, oh, you can give yourself permission to like say no to things. And like, like you said, communicate with your partner or people around you, like, Hey, this is not the week. Like, don't mess with me. That's why I tell my husband, I'm like, don't mess with me <laughs> this week. I know you like to joke a lot. It's not, not this time. I'm not going to, I'm not myself. I'm not going to get the jokes and laugh with you. I'm going to be annoyed. So I'm <laughs> um, just, those things are like, even like communicating with my boss, like he has told me, like, let mm -hmm. me know, like, if you're having a tough week because of that, because I've told him before, like, I really struggle with, well, I was really struggling with PMDD, which is like, mm -hmm. you know, worse, worse than then PMS, like more intense. Um, and he was like, let me know, like when that's your week and we'll try to plan around it. You can like, you know, cancel some sessions if you need to, or like take it easy. Wow. Um, and so it's been nice to have that, like giving myself that permission to take breaks when you need to. Mm hmm. I feel like that has a lot to do with like the stigma of women in their periods. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, they're mean. Oh, they're bitchy. Oh, they're this. Oh, they're that. <laughs> Must be on her period. Yeah. But my brothers used to always hear that. <laughs> She's bad on her period. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and there's a lot of like miseducated people yeah. out there. And I feel like women included, you know, not mm -hmm. everybody knows mm -hmm. their cycle works or how their reproductive organs work. And so I think this is a really good opportunity for women to hear that and to learn about that and to hopefully act on that. Yeah. Yes, completely. And, and kind of the other aspects, like the creativity aspect for me, or even just, it really is about, so I mentioned, you know, pleasure, but even just feeling good in our body for me on a physical level and being able to genuinely feel like I am sexy. I am a and recognize like I have so much life force energy running through me. I am a conduit for brilliant ideas. I am like a vessel of, yeah. of energy and yeah. creativity and creativity for me. It's like, it doesn't have to just look like arts and crafts or music yeah. or something specific, but it's just, am I connected to even receiving information and ideas and creativity for me is has actually looked more like even like having a creative solution to something and yeah. it can even be for me it's even sometimes more business related not just like am I expressing myself uh, in an artistic way in the in the normal sense but it also is that so it's really the the I, I like to just kind of summarize it to down down to expression how can you how can you more fully express who you are and what wants to come through you and I think that everyone has that. And I think that also when women are disconnected from their creativity, when they're disconnected from, you know, their purpose or what they feel like they're supposed to do here, it usually looks like feeling confused or uncertain. A lot of women I feel who are disconnected from their sacral are very in limbo, kind of questioning themselves. They don't, they don't trust their, their intuition or they don't trust which way to go, maybe you might feel even overwhelmed by all of the choices that life has to give. And it's about recognizing that there is infinite choices and options available to us at all time, at times. And we can, it's, it's the practice to select and move forwards and just constantly allow yourself to pivot and change, but recognize like, okay, I can make a decision. I can trust myself. 
I can try this thing. It's okay if it doesn't work. And kind of like developing that resiliency. Yeah. To me, that's that's another aspect of it. Okay. Yeah. That's definitely something I'm working on. <laughs> yeah, it's a big one. And sometimes it's in seasons, you know? Oh, yeah. I know. I feel like I go through seasons where I'm like, I'm on top of the world. I got this. I trust myself. Like, I'm vibing. And then, you know, we did. You know, but yeah. just the normal part of life. Yeah. It's totally be in tune with like your body and what's going on with your body energetically, too. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like it's a huge difference for me. Totally. Yeah, I really, I really enjoy that. And I honestly, another thing too, it really is like sex, inner, like intimacy with another person is one aspect of it. There's, are you expressing yourself as a sexual being? Does mm-hmm. does it feel safe and comfortable to express yourself? Do you feel like there's places where, you know, you haven't, you haven't let, you haven't let out, you know, maybe something's feeling really suppressed. But even on a physical level, it's like, do you feel connected to your own body and actually to your vulva? Like, do you feel, can you breathe and like actually connect to that, that part of you or the, with even within pleasure practices, it's beyond just pleasure, but it's like, do you, do your, do you ever let yourself connect to your physical body and work with that energy that can look like um, internal massage yourself, an internal vulva massage. It can look like um, yoni steaming or even external womb massage, just bringing attention and energy to that, to that part of the body. So that's another piece. And I find that, well, yeah, sex is a whole realm. Um, but there's also just a lot of, there's a lot of trauma. There really is a lot of, of painful experiences that women go through in all, in all sorts of realms. And especially when it has to do with, um, trauma, that include you know experiences that were with other people that really affects us you know and I think that the the healing from that looks different for every single person but the truth is that it's so common so common like like disgustingly common that we really have to like learn how to how to process it alchemize it and come out on the other side of it because it's not talked about it's just so much of this is not talked about periods aren't talked about sex isn't talked about sexual trauma is not talked about um, even self-pleasure, like even amongst yeah. friends, like there's been so many years where I didn't even have any conversations with anyone about any of it. And now at a place where it's, it's more, it's less taboo and more, yeah. more comfortable. I'm like, we can be learning so much from each other <laughs> if we just sat together and talked about it and just, you know, kind of broke through the feeling of, of discomfort that yeah. comes up with it, you know? 100%. Yeah. I think that is so powerful because we see like it's so culturally acceptable and socially acceptable to talk about like men masturbating but not women mm-hmm. and so um i think that's definitely like an important thing for us to think about um and another thing that you brought up um what was it oh that so many women like have experienced like sexual trauma or even just like not sexual trauma and just like you know, different partners that maybe didn't like, you know, fully respect them or like made them feel bad afterwards or whatever it was. Um, and, but they haven't like connected to that space themselves. And I saw something about this a while ago, but like Mm -hmm. women being like, wow, like I let so many people like in there and I've never been in there. Like, I don't even know what it feels like. I don't even know what it's like. Um, and so just kind of finding ways, like take your power back. I think that is really powerful. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really love that. And for me, and actually, you know, it's interesting because there is a lot of, you know, like down with the patriarchy or like 
men are evil. Like even, <laughs> you know, people, people really do, you know, go that route. And I am more of the belief that all of these things that are happening, it's, it's for our own ability to learn that we actually have so much power and control in every single moment. And when I look back on the experiences where I was not in my power, it was me having to like actually recognize the, the ways that I was not, did not feel capable or strong enough to do that. And the only person who can change that is me. And that's a practice. Yeah. And I have to, I have to hone that. And that's not going to change just because I'm hateful or angry. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm not going to attract the kind of people in my life who do respect me, yeah. who do honor me, who do allow me to be my fullest expression without doing the work for myself. So I really love to turn the attention always within the sacral chakra and within working with women into, you know, what are the ways that instead of, you know, kind of like causing more division, yeah. how can we unite? How can we unite? And how can women just recognize that even just by talking about it with other women, even just by women gathering, we are doing so much work, so much healing for ourselves and just for, for the collective as a whole. And mm -hmm. I really enjoy that aspect of it. I think that there's just so much power in our stories, you know, the stories about your, your cycle, the stories about, you know, sexual experiences, or even just relating, you know, yeah. relationships that we have. I think like how much we could learn if we stopped, you know, having the conversation be like combative and focused on the story, but more focused on like, how did you feel? You know, what are the ways you can make yourself stand up for yourself Literally. in those yeah, moments? And so, sure. yeah, that's, it's, that's the sacral for me. It's just, so, it's all these things. It's so um, broad and can, can really bring in a lot of different aspects of life, but it really comes down to our personal power and how we, how we use that. I think that's an important perspective to have is like, obviously we can't control other people's behavior, but you can control yourself and you can work on yourself and how you respond to things. And like you said, I think that will help you attract what you're looking for. Right. Instead of like, mm -hmm. by, you know, just always been like, you know, all men suck, you know, all that. Sure. Um, but just yeah. going into yourself and being like, okay, how can I heal this? How can I be more in my power to attract that? Um, but yeah, um, we do have only a few minutes left. So, um, if you have anything else you want to share, um, I know you have, uh, frequency, a device. Yeah, a frequency device. Yes. If you want to spend a couple minutes kind of chatting about that. Yeah. And I think that, excuse me, I think that, um, this, this conversation is just lovely because it's about all these different pieces. And another aspect of the sacral has also been getting into, um, like financial sovereignty and financial literacy and financial nourishment. And this broader question of like, how can women feel really nourished and sustained in, in their lives? And, um, yeah, that's brought me to working with a frequency device that has been really powerful and also you know, very helpful for managing different symptoms related to um, menstrual cycle experiences. And yeah, that's been a, the, a whole nother, a whole nother layer of this whole conversation of like really um, being open to working with different modalities and different tools in order to support our kind of, you know, like the raising of our consciousness, the raising of our awareness and the deconditioning of, of all these different things. And um, yeah, I could get into so much more, but I think I'll just leave it at if anyone has questions about um, other ways to, first of all, work with work with pain related to menstrual cycles um, and different symptoms, maybe really long cycles, or like you mentioned, even PMDD, things like that. Um, I love to just jump on Zoom calls with women and just hear, hear their stories and really understand 
where where they're coming from, what they're looking for, and provide some very tangible, actionable goals around that. And then the work that I'm doing with women is is getting after that is getting deeper into you know how how do you want to live your life you know in a how do you want to feel every single day and uh, working to working to create our dream life pretty much is really what it's become and um yeah the final thing is uh i do have a cycle tracking course that is virtual and self-paced you can keep it forever and always return to it and you can learn uh, exactly how to do what we were talking about with cervical mucus and basal body temperature and really go really go there and get the get the details and the facts that you really need so that there's no questions and you're fully in understanding um, how to do it. And like we talked about, it can be a little bit hard to do on your own. Yeah. So it's nice to receive the support of someone else. And yeah, just also inviting anyone's reflections and um, conversation around anything that was talked about, because there's a lot to this. Yeah. I think that women really need spaces to to open up and share with others. And that's been my favorite part about putting my own self out there on social media and creating this kind of using that platform as a, a way to share. And what it's bringing me is just so many connections with women who I'm so just excited to get to know and just really learning how much power we each hold. And when we get to communicate and interact and share, that's how we support other people. And that's how other people can awaken to things that maybe we, we've learned and the responsibility that we all have to kind of do that for for other women and for ourselves sure and that's why we brought you here today <laughs> yes um, but yeah where can our followers find you um on your socials yeah so on instagram i am at rooted r-o-o-t-e-d dot in dot gaia underscore and gaia is g-a-i-a and um also kind of moving over to tiktok eventually we'll be on youtube also in the process of creating a podcast. So there's yeah. going to be a lot of, um, a lot more future ways to connect, but I absolutely love DMs and Instagram voice notes, voice messages, and, um, just connecting with people who really want to dive into all of this work and whether you want to work together or not is completely up to completely up to you, but more just even creating that initial connection and, and creating community and yeah, really love Instagram for that. It's been a really awesome platform for that. Yay, that's amazing. Yeah, as women. Yes. I do look up to you when it comes to womb health mm -hmm. and you know sacral chakra healing. So yeah, we really yeah, appreciate you. Yes. <laughs> appreciate you so much for coming on here and like yeah. sharing some of this with our followers and um sharing it with us and being able to like yeah. talk about these things together. Again, we're breaking that like pattern of not talking about things. So this is just yeah. one way to yes. glad that we can share it with us. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. It's really just, yeah, powerful. And we get to connect with women all over the world because of this. And I just really enjoy that. So thank you for creating this space and thank you for going there. <laughs> Even if it's sometimes uncomfortable or it's like personal information, <laughs> but putting it out there so other people feel comfortable. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.